This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Well, hello again, everyone. You're listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm head of content and research, and my guest today is Joe Slater. He's a business consultant with Logility. We're going to be talking about some of the supply chain issues that are happening uh, in the industry right now, especially to do with resiliency. I think this is going to be a fantastic conversation. Joe, thanks so much for joining me today. Jeff, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Joe, you've been having a lot of conversations lately with supply chain executives. Um, I'm sure they're coming to you with a lot of issues and challenges. What are some of the things you're hearing? Yeah, I think some of the biggest issues that have, have come to light uh, recently and you know, trends generally speaking over the last couple of years have been things like uh, challenges with data integrity, uh, supply disruptions, challenges with generating and maintaining a, uh, a reliable demand signal, uh, and decision paralysis. So if you think about that in terms of either not having the right information, not having enough information to make good decisions, or even having too much information, getting information overload, uh, and, and not being able to make the right decisions in a, a timely way. You know, the idea of information overload, we hear that a lot. I mean, there's just, uh, as the digital revolution picks up speed, a lot of information and data is coming in. You know, what do you say to people who are feeling a little overwhelmed? Yeah, so you know, I think one of the, the most important ways to handle this challenge and to address it would be you know, enabling better decision-making with a platform that's able to elevate only the things that are the most critical, most important um, to you know, a planner or an executive's um, you know, sight line so that you're focusing really on the most critical business challenges, knowing full well that there are lots and lots of other challenges out there, um, but really zooming in on only those that are the most critical at the moment. And I know, you know another big industry trend has been agility, uh, agility, resiliency, building a supply chain that, that can move and roll with the punches. This is only going to feed into those capabilities as well. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, thinking about, you know, when I mentioned the, the necessity of focusing solely on or, you know, mostly on those key critical challenges, those evolve over time. You need that platform to be in sync with reality, um, you know, being able to adapt to the, the real situation on the ground. So today, I might be really concerned about overstocked inventory in a given warehouse, right? But maybe next week, if there is a huge erratic spike in demand, my main focus is less on reducing inventory, and now it's more on protecting high customer service. So being able to quickly pivot between key challenges while focusing really on those key challenges uh, as I rise to meet them. Joe, before we get too far into things, I, I guess I want to talk about risk and disruption. It, it seems to be every supply chain conversation I have, they were always present. Now they feel omnipresent. And, and as a trend, that has to be something that you're hearing and helping people with. Let's talk about some of the big picture stuff before we get into specifics. Could, uh, could you walk us through it? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think um, like everybody else, I, I was completely caught off guard by COVID, <laughs> uh, a major disruption, hopefully the most major one that I ever see in my lifetime. Um, whether disruptions are, you know, thinking about the Suez Canal, different uh, labor strikes going on around the world, different wars happening, whether those are actually increasing in frequency and size, um, I'm not going to rely on a crystal ball. So I'm not going to tell you yes or no to that. What I will tell you, though, is I think 
Fundamentally, over the past few decades, our supply chains have become more susceptible to disruption. And the reason for that is, you know, we're inherently more interconnected uh, globally and our supply chains are leaner. And I'm not in any way suggesting that we need, you know, that the path forward is to reverse course and, you know, take that leanness out of the supply chain or stop being so interconnected. But what I do think is by either introducing or reintroducing multi-sourcing into our networks. So thinking about, you know, maybe today I have the one key supplier for my one key component. That's great and I have a wonderful relationship with that supplier, but if there's a storm and the lights go out at, at the supplier's plant, that's obviously a really big challenge. I need to maintain relationships with multiple sources of supply and have the ability um, you know, to have a platform that's going to enable that kind of relationship and tracking over time what that sort of performance looks like as well. So um, from, a, from a business process standpoint, those are the kind of areas that I would think to focus on. From a technology enablement standpoint, I think you really need to be thinking about investing in technology that enables quick pivots in response to you know, major changes or minor changes. Uh, scenario what if planning uh, is you know, really a, a key theme that I've heard as a requirement from executives in all kinds of industries. Uh, and then finally, thinking about um, network design and optimization. So the ability to not only stay at pace with uh, different you know, big disruptive changes, but having that digital twin of your supply chain stay in sync with reality. So as costs change, as labor changes, as transportation changes, being able to you know, nimbly adapt to that and understand, gee, all of my East Coast customers are today currently fulfilled out of this one distribution center. Is it maybe time to think about adding a new distribution center? Or should I start shipping from another distribution center to, to help support that DC? So that's the kind of um, pivot and you know, the ability to optimize my supply chain that I'm thinking about. Now, how much of what we're talking about is automating someone's job and how much of it is enabling them to do more with the same person in the same role? I would say the, the bulk of what we're talking about is kind of the latter. So we're, we're really talking about enabling good people um, to be rock stars at what they do, right? So we're, we're looking at giving people the tools to say, I don't really need to bother wondering about that $100 purchase order that came in. I don't really have to think about that. I do, however, need to think about you know, a key critical customer who's letting me know that there are inventory shortages on a delivery, or I need to be able to work with a supplier who's telling me you know, I've got a, a major raw material constraint. Those are the kinds of things as a planner I wanna be focused on. I don't wanna be focused on kind of day-to-day -day looking at you know, the minutia. Why don't I put a hypothetical to you? Uh, I am a mid-sized CPG company. Before COVID, we were expanding. Then COVID hit, and we sort of battened down the hatches and put out fires, and now we're on the far side of it. We're feeling like growing again. I'm feeling under-resourced. I've got a team. I think they're a good team. I had a system in place. It's not a bad system, but it's not what I need now. How do I go looking for a, a tool that is going to help us do better without throwing everything out and starting from scratch. I need to build on what I already had, legacy assets, existing systems. What should I be thinking about when I'm looking at my options? Sure, that's a great question. I think generally speaking, you wanna be looking at a platform. And the reason I think you should be looking at a platform 
is platforms are fundamentally built of a series of different components. And so, um, you know, typically when you think of the end-to-end -end supply chain planning process, you would normally start with, let's say, demand, you'd think about inventory, supply, you might be thinking about detailed manufacturing planning, uh, but ultimately you need a platform that is able to incorporate external sources of information, digest those, bring those in, and then treat them as if it was generated within the platform itself. Why don't we talk about Legility specifically? Again, in the hypothetical where I'm a, a mid-sized company and I know I need some extra resources, what would getting started with Legility actually look like? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and uh, I will lean on my previous experiment, uh, experience, excuse me, as an implementer of the Legility platform. Um, so, you know, just based on my firsthand experience, I can tell you that we come in as a team, we work to you know, understand your business challenges, configure the platform to rise and meet those challenges. And the, the ultimate end result, when I think about, you know, how is this, what, what's the ultimate uh, transformative impact on my day job as a, as a planner? So typically, um, I would see people moving away from a mode of firefighting and using spreadsheets and more toward advanced visibility, um, looking at challenges before they actually become a problem. So being able to um, come in, make adjustments, get that advanced notification, stop firefighting and start planning. And moving uh, even a little bit more in general toward exception management. So earlier I mentioned, hey, maybe I don't need to be worried so much about that $100 purchase order coming in. Well, yeah, I wouldn't be worried about that $100 purchase order coming in because the platform is going to you know, elevate to me only those things that are really worthy of my attention as a planner. Um, so those are kind of two of the key themes I, I think I see um, when you'd start to work on a Legility implementation. Now, I appreciate every company is different and, and there are different challenges that they're looking for help with. Um, what is sort of a, a typical timeline for all of this? Do you start with like one project and scale? Do you start enterprise-wide? Is this, you know, in three months it's up and running? Is it, it takes a year? Like give us a ballpark with allowance for, of course, there's going to be everyone is unique and, and it varies. Sure. So, so I'll give you a bit of a consulting answer, which I bet you were expecting, which is uh, it depends, of course. But generally speaking, I would say, um, you know, the Legility platform and our implementation methodology are designed for uh, quick value realization and an agile roll-up. So ultimately what that means for you is you're looking at having actual functionality that you can turn on and use and, and have that support your day job in a matter of uh, months, potentially weeks, but months uh, rather than needing to wait years in order for you know, a big bang approach of every single feature, every single component in the grand design of the whole platform to be live and available. I would love if you could give us a specific example. I, I wonder sometimes when people listen to this, it sounds a little bit great in the abstract and then the specific makes it real. What, what are we really talking about here when Legility comes in and helps someone with some of their issues? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think, you know, I, I mentioned the importance of what if scenario planning before, and I think perhaps in years past, that kind of capability was perceived as a luxury and nice to have. 
Uh, but really, I think we've all seen as a result of the pandemic that it's become an absolute must-have for really any business to stay seriously competitive and, uh, and adaptable. So a, a major example I can think of is uh, a large North American health and hygiene product manufacturer I've worked with um, that really toward the out of the pandemic, outside of the pandemic, um, decided that they wanted to be a really good corporate citizen and step up to the plate. And they wanted to make sure that their products were in stock and available for first responders and hospital systems before they got to anybody else. Now, from a corporate citizenship standpoint, uh, that was obviously the right choice. And uh, we're all better off and safer because they made that choice and, and we're really grateful for it. But the, the confidence with which they could do that was really enabled by a what-if scenario platform. Being able to understand if I were to prioritize those sorts of demands over and above my typical retail consumer type demand, what would that mean for me as the business? Could I really support it? What would that look like from a revenue standpoint, a profit standpoint? What would it look like from a capacity, inventory, service level standpoint? Uh, and being able to quickly run those scenarios understand the implications of a decision before I actually have to make it and commit to it, that gave them the confidence to move forward and do the right thing. I love that example. And as you were saying it, I thought that could apply to anything. That could be someone's sustainability commitments. That could be someone saying, you know, we want to move into this new market, but we don't want to underservice our existing customers. That has so many applications. That's a great example. Thank you. Sure. Joe, we've covered a lot of ground here and I know Sometimes when a conversation starts in one place and, and works through all of this content, people can get a little bit overwhelmed. If there are one or two things that you want them to think about further after, after this conversation, what would you want them to take from this conversation? Yeah, I, I would think a couple of key things. So first, you know, a, a comprehensive platform uh, that, that runs the gamut from you know, demand, inventory, supply, um, collaboration with suppliers, the ability to optimize, re-optimize my network design, um, communicating with internal and external partners, um, all of that capability is, is critical. And I think within that capability, having what-if scenario planning is really at the foundation. It's, it's core, and that is a key enabler of being able to quickly pivot in response to change. Uh, disruption and, and making the supply chain more adaptable and resilient. For those who want to learn more, what is the best way to reach Legility? Uh, we'd be delighted if you'd come and contact us at Legility.com. Okay, well, um, Joe, this has been a great conversation and I, I really appreciate your time today. Thanks. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Jeff. You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast Series. I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon. 